At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday and welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. If you are brand new here, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I'm the host of this show. And on this podcast, I typically talk about how to design a life that fulfills you revolving around the key components of our life, which is typically our career, relationships, friendships, mental and physical health, and so forth. So on today's episode specifically, I go solo and I share with you guys three key habits that I think are crucial to implement and just great ways to make your life easier essentially especially when it comes to building structure around your day and your week and most importantly during COVID when we are more or less out of a routine if you will so that is the basis of today's episode but before we dive into that I want to jump into the quick intros I like to do first things first I always like to share how I feel that is a recent implementation if you will on the intros and today or this evening if I well I should say because I'm recording this at an evening time but today I am feeling calm and happy I guess a mix of those two um I just got back from my trip to the east coast I was over there for nearly two weeks and I was visiting family back home in Pennsylvania guys didn't know I am originally from Pennsylvania so all my family's back there I see them typically I don't know like maybe twice a year my parents and so um, I wanted to go back during October because it's still crisp and cool it's fall weather it's not too cold so I enjoyed it I got to catch up with my hometown best friend Dana who was also on this podcast before and got to catch up with Brie Byler as well. She's also one of my close friends. It was also on this podcast before. And then I ended up going to New York City for a combination of work, which I have a fun project coming up. And just also to catch up with some friends where most of my friends actually live in New York City and all of them are back in New York now. So that was very exciting just to see how New York was, especially because I was originally planning on moving to New York pre-COVID times and I definitely don't regret not moving there, although I wish I could, if that makes sense. Um, It's certainly not the same as 
it was pre-COVID and um, definitely sucks. And I was walking down the streets and I remember seeing some stores or quite a few actually, like even one of the locations of this Lepon restaurant, which is like a bakery slash brunch coffee spot that is, um, you know, pretty signature in most cities, I would think. And I saw like a few or at least like two that I walked across or walked by, they were completely like closed and shut down. Um, yeah, it sucks. Like I don't know what businesses are going to be able to survive. So that made me really sad. But other than that, um, I really, really enjoyed my trip to New York. It was awesome. And I think I may be heading back there uh, in a month or so regarding work so that will be fun but uh yeah overall i'm just feeling very happy and content had a lot to catch up on with getting back to la and such but it feels good to be back and um that's just kind of how i'm feeling today so without further ado on this intro we're gonna dive into today's episode On today's episode, I'm going to be sharing three easy habits to implement into your daily routine for a little bit of structure. So before I share those three easy habits, I do want to, I guess, preface why I personally believe structure and a sense of routine is important. And I want to elaborate on this because I know not everyone is a believer in having a routine or having structure. That's why I emphasize even just a little bit is a lot better than nothing and it still doesn't mean you're very routine and mundane in the ways that some might say having a structured day is um what is it like too structured or whatever or too robotic so the first reason why i believe in structure or a little bit of it is that it creates consistency in your life And it allows you to make the good habits more automatic. In essence, it results in less forced thinking and decision making. Meaning, for example, if you consistently picked out your outfits the week before or the night before, something I used to do for school, by the way, I used to do that. When I went to um, high school back in the day, I used to make a little, I don't know, thing that showed Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I just picked out my outfits in advance but what it does is that in the morning you already know what you're gonna wear so not only does it reduce the time you waste but now it doesn't make you think as much at like I don't know 6 7 a.m for example if you're going to high school and you already have made your decision prior so it doesn't make you think as much in the early morning And as a result, it allows you to use that energy in other areas of life where you would need to use that part of your brain more to make a decision. The second reason is that it helps you understand and know where to start for the beginning of the day. So again, for those of you who don't have a single thing implemented in your morning yet, for example, instead of feeling lost and then going down a rabbit hole of looking on your phone social media and then kind of being mindless if you have just like one thing in place that you do consistently every single morning or just to start your day this helps you feel like okay now i can start my day if that makes sense instead of feeling a little bit clueless which i have gone through before especially during the early months of covid which i am going to dive in 
on today's episode. Um, But the last thing I want to share, why I believe in a little bit of structure, is that it gives you a guideline of what's important to you and then it helps you stay more aligned within that guideline and of course ultimately your values and just your overall journey, which can help you say no to the things that don't align with you. So the first habit I'm sharing that I think is very easy to implement is waking up at a consistent time. So like I said, I'm going to share how having a lack of consistency really put a halt on my life, if you will. Um, This happened during COVID. So I would say from March through early May, it it may have even been later in May, But I remember the first week when we were assigned to work remotely, I was obviously like, okay, amazing. I can sleep in. And I pretty much woke up around 7.40 to 7.50 every single day or at least like majority of the week. And mind you, my conference calls were at 8 a.m. or 8.15. So I was literally giving myself... I don't know, 20 to maybe 30 minutes to get decent and just feel ready to jump on to work calls like that was not good. And just not having a consistent time to wake up at also made me feel very groggy. I remember to me, I was thinking, okay, well, since I don't have to wake up at X time to get ready for work and such, now I can just sleep in. Obviously, that was very fun, nice to get that extra sleep, but then I was going to bed later and it just felt like a constant weekend, except you're waking up and getting work done on your computer, but maybe even in bed. So I didn't really like that and it just made my life feel very all over the place and maybe some of you don't don't agree with me right now on that, but I will say that I do genuinely believe that not having a consistent or consistent time frame that you wake up around in at least like a healthy time too. I think that can really put you in a potential rabbit hole or even depressive state. And so I'm all about prevention on that kind of uh, talk when it comes to mental health and how we feel about ourselves. So I emphasize on waking up at a consistent time. Personally, for me, my current wake-up time is between 6 to 6.30 a.m. And I know there's a lot of people that do try to keep it as specific as possible. So some might go 6 a.m. every single day during the week. But I keep a 30-minute range because sometimes my workout might be like, you know, 15 minutes later. So I can sleep in like 15 minutes later. But, you know, a 30-minute bubble is not extreme and... I think it's just healthy to have a little bit of a stretch, but I just don't allow myself to go past that 6.30 a.m. unless it's on weekends, obviously. And I do want to emphasize as well, it doesn't even have to be an early time. The key is that it is a consistent time that you choose to wake up every single day and this would be a focus on your weekdays. So going back to my college days, when I was a junior in college, I woke up at 8 a.m. nearly every single day because this was also when I started creating the early, 
or I don't know, I wouldn't say early waking up habit, but just started creating the habit of waking up at a consistent time. Because I remember when I was a freshman, I think my first class was at 12.45 or 12 o'clock. One of the two, I think it was 12 to 12.45. So guess what time I woke up at? Usually like 11 or 11.30, which is tragic. But obviously I was staying up late and probably drinking and partying and whatever. So fortunately, I grew up a little bit by the time I was a junior and I was like, okay, you need to just create some sort of consistency in your life. Get your ass out of bed. You know, force yourself to get these things done before you have to go to class and probably junior year of college, I was fortunate enough to have some classes not start till, I don't know, 10, 11, maybe even 12. So from 8 a.m. and onwards, I had this time to just get some stuff done for myself. And on top of that, it also did help that my roommate was a law student and she had class at 8.30 a.m. every single day. So I would hear her leave and the door would be kind of slamming or shutting or whatever. And I was just getting out of bed because she would leave like pretty much around 8 a.m., the latest 8.10. So by the time I was waking up, I heard her leaving. I already heard her making breakfast like around 7.30. So I already felt behind and I have to say that was helpful. So if you do have a roommate or housemate, whatever, that wake up early, I think that's awesome. That's going to be helpful to you. But if you don't, maybe ask your roommate if they would want to join in with you on having this challenge for each other where you guys wake up by 8 a.m. every day or 8.30 a.m. I think 8.30 is a really healthy time too. Again, especially if you are in college and you don't have that many major reasons to be up at 6 a.m. like I do. So um, I think 8 to 8.30 is a really healthy goal to have when you are in college. But then when it came to my senior year, I did change the time to be between 7 a.m. and 7.30. And the reason why I did this was because I wanted to start to develop a routine of what my life would look like post-grad if I were to have to be at work at 9 a.m. So that is a little, I guess, quick advice I have. If you want to prepare for post-grad life and you are a senior in college, I highly recommend just starting to implement a life in a routine as if you are currently living it because it will make the transition a lot easier when you do go into the adulting post-grad life. And again, especially with COVID and how it has pretty much you know, fucked with our normal routines and lives and schedules, it is so important right now to have a structure for your day and week. And even if you were to only implement this one thing right here, which was to have a consistent wake up time, because maybe some days you're waking up at 10 and some days you're waking up at nine and some days it's 845, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I definitely can guarantee you if you can make it consistent every single day so let's say on average you're waking up you know you're 10 there's a 9 there's an 8 45 sometimes there's a 10 30 let's make it easy make it 9 a.m and then build from there like i said this is not about waking up early it's about waking up consistently at the same time um and yeah maybe a little bit on the earlier side but again to each their own the second habit i have to recommend is to make your bed. I think this is a very easy habit, but I have to say it is a lot harder 
than we think and when I make my bed the first thing in the morning it makes me feel like I've already won the day and here's why. So making my bed it's such a short yet mundane task that I personally don't really like to do and I know most of us don't like 100% love to do. I mean we enjoy it afterwards. It's kind of like running where you only enjoyed the run afterwards or Again, if you're not a runner, probably, but if you're a runner, that might be different. So when you actually accomplish something that you didn't really, really want to do, it's a total win because there's nothing better than forcing yourself to do something you didn't want to do because it was like a mental toll. You know what I mean? Like it felt so mundane. It's like, oh, like I have to spend two to three minutes to make my bed, even though it's funny it's like it literally takes you two minutes we all know there's this mental obstacle about taking the time to make your bed so i call it a win every time i do and who doesn't want to start out with a win for the day and then over time your brain starts to program making your bed as part of your brief morning routine so it's a great habit to start out with and over time it allows you to process information in a slightly more structured and relaxed way so what I mean by this is that you know by the time you're up and you know maybe had a glass of water you're making your bed I think like having those two habits already right there waking up at 8 a.m and then making your bed right away or at least making your bed by the time you get out of bed I think that will help your brain start to process things in like a step one, step two, step three kind of way, which is nice, I would say, to start out your day with instead of having so many things. Like maybe you got like, you know, a couple of text messages from your friend and you're reading it and then you're going on Instagram and then next thing you know, you've been in bed for 20 minutes since your alarm went off, so forth. And I think that's when your brain gets really scattered and you're like, oh my God, shit, like I'm feeling so stressed already for the day. You have a little bit of anxiety going and if you implement those two I just talked about instead, I see it as a way of allowing your brain, like I said, to process things in a more, okay, one, two, three, four, and so forth. And that way you'll hopefully, and at least again, in my personal experience, prevent some of the stress and anxiety that we, you know, ultimately kind of put on ourselves because of the things that we do to ourselves. And then obviously too, this will keep you more organized in both your living space and your mental space because I don't know about you, but my brain feels very cluttered when I have a mess going on in my room and mind you, I will say it happens kind of frequently. Like I think I get a little bit delayed on cleaning my room sometimes, but my brain and my mental space does feel more clean and clear when my space overall in my living environment is more organized as well especially my room because that is supposed to be where I'm relaxed and getting my sleep and so forth my third and last habit is to do a specific activity for 30 minutes to one hour before you officially start your day so as you can see this is kind of all pertinent to your morning because I do believe that your morning says a lot about how your day will look. And however, I do want to say I'm not a firm believer in morning routines though. I just am a believer in 
good and strong habits and for me I just happen to implement some of the key habits of my day in the morning but of course you could actually implement this one specifically at any point in the day because it's just an activity but again the key is about making it consistent and how you can make it consistent from Monday through Friday. So for me personally, I like to do multiple activities before I start and this will typically take up about one to one and a half hours of my day. So after I make my bed, I will read for 10 to 20 minutes depending on how much time I have. I like to start it off first thing in the morning so I don't forget because if I wait till the end of the day, like the evening when I'm getting ready for bed, Honestly, I'm usually so tired that I will fall asleep within two minutes of reading and I actually do want to take in some information. So I try to just get reading done in the morning and I think 10 minutes, even though that sounds short, I think it's so efficient just to do it because you at least accomplish something that is good for you. And then also, especially if you read like the Daily Stoic like I do, you could just do five minutes on that book if you want because it's a daily, I guess, I don't know, kind of like a devotional almost, but like you're just reading one page a day technically. But personally for me, I'm always behind on that. So I read four to five pages of the Daily Stoic and that's how I like to start my day. But if I'm not reading the Daily Stoic, then I'll just read one of the books that I'm reading, which you guys probably often see on my Instagram. The second activity that I also like to do is getting a workout in. So I highly prefer getting this done in the morning, especially with the COVID schedule that I have because I work remotely. So I literally can work out at any time I want. But per habit of observing my COVID life and schedule, I remember in the previous months, if I waited till the middle of the day or the end of the day, it just was not as sufficient. So I try to get this done in the morning. So I already mentioned I wake up typically around 6 to 6.30 and pretty much by 6.45 or like, I don't know, yeah, 6.45, I'm doing a workout. So that could be Pilates, some of the Pilates class I like to go to um, in LA or Orange County where I used to live, or I'll do a running workout. I'll just run a mile or something because I'm not a long distance runner. Yoga, I do it at home because I have a mat, or sometimes I just do a 45 minute walk and get that out of my system. It's really nice because it's very brisk. I usually walk, I don't know, maybe two, I mean, no, three miles or so with a 45-minute walk, and I just love it because I get to listen to a podcast as well, or I practice German. It's a great way for me to stimulate my mind, but overall, I think the key is to keep this activity or the activities um, that you're doing consistent every single day however if you have never implemented activities or what's or something like that in your day then I would recommend only starting with two days a week and however you have to pick the days specifically so my recommendation would be Tuesday and Thursday I think that's a super easy day to have and then after a month of doing it purely consistently where you're not missing a single 
day that you assigned yourself to do it, which is Tuesday and Thursday, then once you can do that, I would increase it to Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Monday, Wednesday, Thursday to do three days a week. And then of course, eventually you're gonna do Monday through Friday. So that was a little roundup of three easy habits I recommend to implement into your daily routine. Like I said, this is a little bit more focused on the morning time because I think it's the easiest to do it in the morning to create more structure for your day, but you can honestly do pretty much the second two at any time of the day, just as long as you're actually doing it um, because the way structure and routine works is that you're actually doing it consistently. So maybe it's not every day at first because you're new to it. And again, I wouldn't recommend trying to do it every single day if you've never done it for, you know, once a week yet because it can get discouraging if you try to do it every single day for a week and then like the next week you're not doing it. So again, keeping it consistent is the key to success in implementing any habit that you want. I hope this episode was helpful and that maybe one of these habits you will think about or plan on implementing into your daily routine. And if you do, please be sure to share it on your story, tag us in your story, whether that's the podcast, Instagram, what fulfills you pod or and or my personal Instagram, which is at Emily E. Duong. And before you guys leave, if you haven't checked it out yet, be sure to check out my career ebook guide. This is really perfect for those of you who are in college right now. You're struggling with the job search, internship search, and all of the good stuff that comes with figuring out post-grad life and so forth. So if you're curious, check it out. It's on my blog at emilyelizabeth.blog. Thank you all again for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please be sure to rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really means just so much to me. You guys have no idea. I know I say it every single week, but um, it really is truly meaningful to me and I appreciate you guys. And if you do want to connect with me, just reach out to me via DM on Instagram or email me. My email is just in my bio on Emily E. Duong. And until next week, I hope you all stay safe, happy, and healthy. And I'll talk to you all then. Bye.